fucking disposable. Can't believe it. Bastard fucking just unfucking believable. Dad, are you okay? Do I sound fucking okay to you, mate? What's wrong? What's wrong? I'll tell you what's fucking wrong, mate. All right? These fuckheads in my league here, right? We did a fist bump. Fist bumps. What do fist bumps mean to you, mate? Well, it means we're happy. Right, we're happy, yeah? And if we're doing deals and you do a fist bump, it means the deal's done, yeah? Yeah. All right, so that's what we did. We had a fist bump. Had a fist bump. All right, Grundy for me, he gets some good players in return. Knocks it back. Knocks it back, the bastard. So I can't believe that the bastard then went and fucking took a fucking shit deal from... Dad, are you recording? Oh, yeah, I'm fucking recording. I'll fucking delete this shit later. Fucking bastard. I can't believe he'd taken a shit deal with shit players and fucking left me fucking high and fucking dry. Shits me. Hello everyone and welcome to the Balls to the Wall podcast. We have plenty of things to be excited about tonight. We're only one week away from round two and the footy's going to be back. So tonight, with the tension mounting throughout the league, there is plenty of controversy, plenty of interviews and uh, itchy and scratchy review some trades from last year, I believe. That's apparently pure gold, according to what they're telling me. Um, in addition to that, we also have our first uh, guest on the podcast from outside our league. So stay tuned for that. Plenty of excitement, plenty of action. Um, yeah, it's all happening here, as Bill would say. And let's get cracking and find out what's happened since last time we met. So here we are. We're joined by Disposable Heroes, the other man in the infamous Grundygate trade scenario. How are you, Disposable? Yourself? Very good, very good. So, was... mate, we, 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 we wanted to get you on uh, tonight to, to talk through this, this Grundygate, Grundygate trade. <laughs> the shenanigans? Yeah, yes. definitely, definitely. Yes, there was a few, a few uh, <laughs> dummy spits and... Um, and that oh, from, from Hawker. So what 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 happened, mate? Talk what us happened? Through it. Oh, mate, let's start from the start. All right. So um, I've been uh, chasing Matty Rao uh, pre-draft. So we all yep. knew that uh, Hawker had pick number one. Yep. And uh, I basically, as soon as I knew he had uh, number one, I've been hitting him up ever since saying, hey, how about a deal? Yep. Um, so uh, come this week, I've floated uh, floated. Uh, Angus Brayshaw and uh, Maddie Rao, and yep. uh, and all of a sudden the discussion turned to uh, a counter offer, uh, including uh, Mr. Brody Grundy. Yep. So uh, he's obviously thrown out the three for one there, which was uh, Grundy. Uh, uh, sorry, it was uh, Angus uh, Rao and one Scott Lysett. Yeah, and, right. And uh, I've obviously. Uh, Done the, the naughty, and I've gone back with a gif, which is a South Park gif, and of course, <laughs> and of course, um, uh, Hawker being about thirty years older than me didn't quite catch on to what was going on there. <laughs> he seen the gif, which sort of had the text of fist bump, bro, but didn't obviously <laughs> take into account the actual characters within the gif, and um, led to believe he's jumped from his phone. 
and ran off uh, to the PC or the laptop and has missed the message that I wrote under the <laughs> GIF. <laughs> Basically saying, hey, no, no deal, mate. Um, after that message, there followed a couple of gifts from Hawker, basically celebrating the deal. And um, I've had a few bourbons and I'm going, what the fuck is going on? Um, and I've, he's basically said, hey, I'll, I'll put the message or the, um, the feedback onto the, uh, the group chat just to let the team know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And, you know, no dramas. <laughs> Let, let's get stuck into Pony. He'll be hating life. <laughs> the next thing I see is he's actually set, send the, uh, the deal through to the app. And I'm going, oh, he's, he's really taking this to the next level, you know. So I've, uh, I've rejected the trade uh, yep. in the app. Um, and then all of a sudden I see him break down the actual deal in the, uh, in the group chat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, what's going on here? So I've gone back to my message and I've gone, ah, oh, lucky style, you know, like you've done, you've done a great job taking the piss. Now, uh, you know, what else is going on? And then he's come back and said, where's the deal? And I'm like, what the fuck? He's so rejected ages ago. So he's fucking sent the deal back through again. And um, I've gone, you're, and I've replied basically saying, you're a funny fucker, you know. And then it must have just clicked for him and he's gone, ah, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a no deal. So um, yeah, less oh, wow. no gifts and no fist bumps uh, in any trade negotiations, mate. So that's that's just showing his age <laughs> and uh, and why we why he is part of the Boomer Clan within uh, the league. I felt sure. terrible, I have to admit. But was, um, can I ask, was there then any more kind of discussions to try and <laughs> finalize a deal? Or did, did you ask for a pick or no, players I didn't, and then it fell apart? I or? didn't count him. I felt that bad for the poor bloke. And I just, because, he, because he'd obviously made it public and all you fuckers were taking the piss out of him, it, um, I thought we'd just better leave it as is. So, um, <laughs> mate, it, it actually wasn't a bad offer, let's be honest. Um, I just... I follow Port Adelaide and I can't stand Scotty Lysett. So especially with that red moustache, it's 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 not a good look. So yeah, um, right. yeah. and then obviously uh, moving on to last night is um, uh, I thought, well, now that uh, now that Hawk has got the Grundy name out there, um, I might as well sort of float him. Yep. And um, I know we had discussions with the Goldstein dis- um, uh, offer a while back and as well as um, – I think Legless threw one out there as well. Uh, Rob yep. as well with uh, Gorn. Yep. Um, but yeah, it just eventuated from there. I sort of messaged, uh, I think um, uh, Merker and I were talking about another deal. And um, and I thought, hey, let's fucking... I think well, I was chasing Fife, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, I thought, well, let's have a crack and see if he wants Grundy. And we took it from there, so... But but I think like of course you might have wanted Fife, but like Marshall's the the key pickup for me out of that trade. For he's you. yeah, he's he's only twenty four, and I know I copped a lot of shit this morning uh, from from the team, um, but uh, I think there's a bit of upside. I know Ryder's um, possibly the one two ruck there, but um, mate, he's only going to last maybe six months, and he, and he's out of the club. He he'll get injured. He's no 20- good. 2024 20, is kind of the start of a Ruckman's career, which yeah. is kind of scary for me holding Luke Jackson but <laughs> <laughs> when he's 18. but um, Yeah, but, but, mate, look at my team. I mean, I've got fucking three or four 18-year-olds. So yeah. um, made me sort of revisit my team, and I've copped a bit of shit tonight from 
um, from Manic about what the fuck am I doing with my team, which is fair enough <laughs> because there's a bit all over the shop with all the trades. But yeah, uh, I got a few picks to work with. So um, yeah, we've still got a, another week to go before bounce down. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah, good, good trading, mate. Um, thanks for providing the league with a with a good unintended laugh at AJ Hawker. <laughs> And um, no may, may it happen again in the future. I'm sorry, Hawker. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he? In, have you actually interviewed him yet, mate? I have to ask. Uh, no, that that's coming? Be coming. That'll be coming next as part of our other whole wrap up. That we've okay. Got to do, oh, I'm so. sure he's going to throw the line in there, something along the lines of sort of fuckity fuck fuck or get fucked, you fuckity fuck or something like that. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear that uh, in the next couple of days for sure. Keep, keep an eye out. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, mate. And, um, yeah, we will speak soon. Cool. Hopefully uh, con- contact me with some pics. <laughs> you never know, mate. We'll have to catch up for a beer one of these days. The old, we'll do. I think the old Bright Tank's uh, calling our name as well. Yes, yes, definitely. Agree. All right, mate. All right, cheers, All right, bud. Cheers, Bernie. Have a good night. See ya. See ya. Joining us, mate? Yes. Uh, well, I wish I could say it's a fucking pleasure to be here. <laughs> so, mate, uh, wanted to get your thoughts tonight on the uh, on the Grundy Great Grundy Gate trade, the trade that almost happened. So, uh, can you give us your take on uh, on what actually occurred? Can I just say when you send when you say to someone, "I'll add this person into the deal as well," and you send a fist bump emoji, any fucking man and his dog would fucking think that's a deal, not some stupid fucking South Park reference where fucking young fellas hang out with their little, I don't know, gangster hip fucking moves. When you send a fist bump after someone says, I'll add this to the deal, that means there's a fucking deal. So, so, so when you got this fist bump, um, what, what, what happened? What did it make you do? Well, I was that excited. Where were you? I was in my bedroom on my phone. Got that excited. I couldn't use my phone anymore. It was all covered. And I had to run down the hallway to bloody set the deal up because you can't set up a uh, can't set up a three-way deal dual, yeah, dual on the on deal. the phone so you have to do it on the la- on the on the what do you call this thing laptop. Desktop, laptop desktop there we go um so run down here open up the message again so i'm same message you know message on the phone message on there by the time i've walked down the hallway he sent so many messages to me that it's disappeared out of his denial of the deal has disappeared out of the box and i said i'm going to do i'll send the message and he goes oh i like your style or it's like okay well i'm just going to send a message to the group saying it's done but whatever um and and yeah and then i'm doing it and i set the deal up and then all of a sudden i get this thing deal uh, email flashes up deal denied it's like the fuck so i did i thought something must have gone wrong hit the wrong button set it up again deal denied it's like what the fuck? Said, send, him a, said, send him another message. Send him another message. And he goes, no, I'm not doing it. What do you mean you're not fucking doing it? So I scroll back up. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, after the fist bump. I said, no. I was like, why fist bump? Fucking wanker. And, uh, and then how much shit did you cop because of that from the rest of the coaches? Ah, oh, look, you know, bloody Indian givers, all right? Fist bump. I mean... What man, what normal person doesn't think that you've got a fucking deal when you have a fist pump after you've added an extra player to the deal, which was already good, and you just made it better? 
Do you want me to go through so, the amount of ways it's so bad for him to have rejected my deal and taken that one? So just for clarification, yeah. so the deal was going to be Grundy for um, Lysett, uh, Andrew, uh, Angus Brayshaw and Rao? Parfit. Parfit. Ra- uh, Parfit instead of Rao. So oh, he's, wow, got, hey. he's got up, young up-and-coming midfielder for the Cats. He's got Angus Brayshaw, who can't be that bad again. Plus, he's got Lysette, who he's already got the handcuff set up for. Now he's that, got no fucking sound, handcuff. That sounds like the biggest fleecing I've ever seen someone try and do to another coach. Fuck. You, you, rec- you reckon that was a fair deal? Yeah. Fair dinkum. Well, how many more players do you want? Fuck, Jesus. Yeah, had to have Raul in that deal. And Raul in that deal, I feel sorry for Why? him then. Because it would have been a fair deal then. Well, at least Parfit's got runs on the board. Raul hasn't ah, proved anything yet. Parfit's a crab. Sell him to Vipers. Yeah, fuck. Sell him to Vipers. you got no um, idea. He clowns have no idea. <laughs> and then, but then, he goes and takes a 29-year-old hack who's on his last legs because he gets injured every fucking week. And he takes a Ruckman who he does no backup for. And has only had three good games all in his career, and that's what he takes. Within, within 24 hours. Oh, within well, 24 hours. I mean, yeah. I said, I don't mind if he doesn't take my deal and he says, I like Grundy. Well, sweet. But then to go turn around and take the other shit, that's just crap. That's crap coaching. Yeah, and, um, and probably last, last question for you was uh, kind of after the decline deal, was there any kind of uh, further discussions around Grundy? Did you try and throw Raul in or throw a pick in or anything to save face and try and get the deal done? No, fuck the face. I was fucking hit the bar. <laughs> did, you, did you break any glasses? I didn't break any glasses because the kids have been doing that enough. I can't afford to keep buying them, so I can't. Kids are fucking smashing them all up. So, no, not happy. Mate, mate. Thank, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate your side of the story, and um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how those stories marry up. Alrighty. Well, I'll mash this shit together, but that's fucked. Taking that, fuck him. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined here by Aussie Merka. Aussie Merka, how are you going tonight? Very well, thank you. A couple of cans in, so that's all right. Brilliant. Brilliant. Can, what I, we, can I just what? say off the top of the show? Yep. Get fucked, Geelong Vipers, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you're, you're getting the uppercuts going the other way nice and early. Fucking hell, get them in first. Get them in first. And uh, can, can I ask, what, what are you drinking tonight? Um, Jim Beam, of course. Jim Beam, very nice, very nice. Saving um, the good stuff for the weekend. Yes, 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 very good, very good. Now, mate, uh, you're involved in quite a large and juicy trade kind of overnight was it was it last night or early this morning yeah, i don't know well, it was all happening early, around midnight finished, finished early hours of the morning about twelve thirty, i think it was bloody hell uh, a first what time did you start talking about this trade last night oh to, to be finishing it seven seven thirty i think seven yeah seven seven thirty somewhere around there maybe maybe as late as like eight o'clock but Jesus. um yeah so it's that four four and a half hours five hours nearly Bloody hell, that's a, that's a good negotiation session. And uh, can you give us some thoughts on the trade, uh, how you feel about it, what does it mean for your team this season and, and going forward? Well, okay, yeah. Um, look, I, I still think Disposables uh, probably got his nose in front there. Um, 
but at the end of the day, you know, I look at my team and I see Brady Grundy and, <laughs> and get a fucking <laughs> raging heart on, so that's all that matters. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, look, uh, I, I guess my thoughts behind what I did was, um, you know, there's Marshall is, is not probably going to produce the points with, with Ryder there this year and, and possibly next year. Um, Marshall and Grundy are only about a year, year and a half apart in age. Yep. Um, Fife, you know, he's on and off the field. He's aging. So there's a chance to probably get rid of, you know, some of my older talent while they've still got some value. And, um, you know, I did that. Although, you know, it's cost me a first-round pick, but, you know, I don't think picks will be, you know, as valuable this year with the draft. It's a little bit unknown. You know, the, the quality of people coming through is a bit unknown. So I was happy to give up first-round pick and yep. have, um, you know, have the best player in the comp sitting on my team. Yeah, so so long term long term plans to, to keep him. Oh, of course, of course. Um, and yeah, he's he's in the, he's in the side for life along with um, with Gaffy Boy. So those two don't even bother approaching me because they're off the table. As I told disposable tonight, Gaffy's what, off the table. What will you be uh, telling any coaches that that make uh, make any approaches? Uh, fuck right off. <laughs> 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 very good, very good, and uh, and where, and where do you where do you think this positions your team going forward for for this season? Do you uh, where where do you think this puts you kind of in a predicted ladder position? Oh, oh look, look from on field wise, it's it probably hasn't improved my team hugely. Um, I mean, Tomlinson's a bit of an unknown, so uh, yeah, if he lives up to his sort of preseason potential, I guess. Um, you know, while he won't replace five, he he'll certainly go, you know, well towards it, I think. And and Grundy just pushes out one, you know, one fifteens, one twenty. So he's certainly gonna be, you know, that much better than, than Marshall will be. So yep. I think it you know, it, it does slightly improve me, uh, for, for this year. And you know, I as we, at the start of the year we all gotta have hope that our team's gonna be a chance, don't we? So um I still think that's the case. Um it gives me the option now, lob to push forward if um, he gets that dual um, position status after the first lot of changes. Um, yep. And if not, well, then he's a good backup. And, and again, he may have some um, trade value later in the year if, if I'm not going where I think I'm going. Uh, I can offload him for maybe get some of those picks back, some of those good, early, good, picks, you know, early good, round picks back that I've given up. Good news for Manic Monkey there. You've heard it here first, uh, Rory Locke. <laughs> Could could be up for trade later on in the season, mate. Uh, well, yeah, he's got too many dockers in now, hasn't he? I I think so. I think so. Yeah. So didn't um, want five. Um, got too many dockers, but he wouldn't offload Ryan. So bang, uppercut to him as well. <laughs> well, well, mate. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, well, actually, no. I think actually, before we go, one one more question: Is there any other like uh, special mentions you'd like to make, particularly to our friend AJS Hawker, who failed in his attempt to get Grundy oh, twenty four hours before? Yeah, well, got look, a message like, for him. I mean, yeah. To be honest, like he would understand how happy having Brady Grundy in your team makes you because you know he was there only twenty four hours ago. He he knew that. That euphoria, he knew that high. He knew what it was like to have Brody sitting in your team and going, "Yes, I've got the best player in the league." Oh, so he did. He did know that, didn't he? He did know that feeling for was it three and a half milliseconds, or oh, I'm not sure. Anyway, he he did have that feeling for a while. 
So um, I can certainly understand his anger this morning. Um, but you know, I'm not going to lose any sleep over that tonight. Couldn't couldn't <laughs> happen to a couldn't happen to a better man. Oh, correct, absolutely correct. Oh, look, sometimes it's just funny how the gods turn out, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Poor luck. Well, poor bloke. Well. Well, mate, uh, thanks, thanks for joining us. I don't want to keep you from your uh, your Jim Beams. So, and, and don't forget the um, what's the young lady's name again? Oh shit! Yeah, uh, Kindred Spirit. Kid, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to keep you from your Jim Beams and, and Kindred Spirit. Yeah, so, um, Romeo. Yeah, um, thanks, mate. You, you get out there and go get him, Tiger. I was Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Aussie Aussie Merca. All right, see you, Pony. Thanks, mate. Catch you, mate. Bye. Bye. Yes, Tom, we've got Zaino from the OTLS podcast who's reached out over Twitter and seen the trades that I, I put up from last night. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll get some special guest opinions here from Zaino. Welcome to the BCCW podcast. Mate, this has to be the greatest uh, honour I've ever had, I reckon. Um I've been on a few podcasts, but none is uh, as worthy as this one, I don't think, mate. So thank you for uh, having me. Ah, look, uh, happy to extend the invitation. Now, like I said, I put put the, the thing up on Twitter, and you, you reached out and said, "What's going on?" Because we've had we've been chatting o- over the last couple of weeks about the, in the other league that we're in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let me just put you in the uh, in the in the situation again, so everyone knows. Um, I offered up a life set, a Brayshaw. And a Parfit. So, for Grundy, that was it. For Grundy, that's the one player. Yep. Only asked okay. for one. Yep. But, so, and was knocked back. Okay. The deal that went through was Grundy and Tomlinson for Marshall and Bice. <laughs> yeah, right. Little exchange of picks. What do you reckon of that one? Yeah. Well, so let me get this right. You've offered up Lysette, Gus Brayshaw, and Parfit, uh, a 27-year-old, a 24-year-old, and a 22-year-old, and probably two premiums and a, a guy that could become a premium and a young guy in Parfit. And you were knocked back, and the reason you told me was because he was, he's rebooting his team with youth because his team needs a bit of work. Um, so he's tripping it back to start again. Now, that's fine, mate. Oh, I've got no issues with someone saying, yeah, no, nah, I need to rebuild. And look... Honestly, Grundy's in his mid-20s. Now, he will be the best ruckman and probably even the best player full stop for the next six to eight years. So, you know, I have no issues with that, right, and being knocked back that deal because, look, let's be honest, Grundy's an absolute machine. So have I got that right so far? Yep, that's correct. So That's right. But now what you're telling me, he has basically accepted a deal of five, a player in his late 20s, and Rowan Marshall, a guy that's only 18 months younger than Grundy, has played a grand total of 34 games in four years and has one decent season average for his entire career. Do I have that correct? You do. And what we might add into that is that Grundy is a sole ruck and Marshall, if you look, check the AFL.com article only this week, Mm-hmm. where Paddy Ryder is going to be playing with or in in place of Ryan Marshall. Ryan Marshall. So he's basically given up three young guys or two very young guys and a, a guy that's still got five or six years to rebuild over getting a, a 
a 29-year-old or 28-year-old and a guy that's only just younger than Grundy. Mate, I don't know what that guy was thinking, but that is an absolute shocker. That, that, mate, if I was in your league, I would be screaming for collusion on that. That's how far off the mark that decision is. How you can knock back the first deal and take the second deal, mate, there's something dodgy going on there. Has to be something dodgy going on. Well, you know, with, with all that dodgy stuff that went on, Disposables ended up cooking the barbecue at the draft day. Looks like <laughs> cooking bloody barbecues for everyone for time, time eternity. That was, seriously, I'd be, I'd be calling collusion on that because, mate, what's going on there? That, that can't be right to knock back Lysett, Brayshaw, Gust as well and Parfit, but then take Fife and Marshall. That just is, that's extraordinary, yeah. mate. Nah, that's a big yeah. thumbs down on that one. Did I also mention that he already has Laddam, so he already has the perfect handcuff when when Lysette went his way. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, you didn't mention that, but no, that's um, that just makes it worse, mate. No, that's a shocker. Whoever that coach was, have a long, hard look at yourself. That's it. So Disposable Heroes has disposed of some heroes and got the thumbs down from Zeno. Well, Zeno, thanks for popping on for the podcast. Um, it'll be out and about a bit later on this evening. So thanks very much for your input. Thanks, AJ, and everyone enjoy the rest of what will be a very strange 2020. That's it. Cheers, mate. And we are joined here by uh, Slippery Gypsies. How are you tonight, Slippery Gypsies? Slippery Gypsies, are you not speaking, mate? Oh, media ban. Right. I was going to ask you for your opinion on the uh, on the uh, Grundy trade, mate. But uh, yeah, well, well, good luck with your media ban, and uh, and and hopefully hear from you soon. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Slippery gypsies. Issue of the week. Um, we'll go on to the free agents and uh, trades that have happened since the last podcast. Busy little week, considering uh, we're back on the regular schedule and it's only been six days since the last one. So oh, going these, these, these have been unprecedented times, mate. Well, yeah. We, uh, bloody, uh, he's probably got a touch of COVID. That's what I reckon. He's got a touch of COVID as disposable. He's feverish and delirious. I heard, anyway, it, uh, uh, I, heard it's, I heard it's a glory hole through the fence um, and, and manic pokes things through it, mate. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. But that, but that's but, for another show. Yes, we would. Yeah, I don't, I'm not hosting that podcast. Anyway, um, all right. So we'll start with DT87, who has got rid of Josh Kennedy for a forward for Shane Savage, the defender. Poor. Oh, what do you oh, What do you reckon about that one? Well, depends on what he needs, I suppose, but. Uh, I don't even know if Savage best twenty two is he? Don't think he is. I think that's the knock on him this season that he's behind uh, someone in defence and 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 uh, Robertson and Webster and Caulfield. yeah Webster yeah Webster Caulfield and yeah Robertson. So he's kind of fallen out of favour. So I think job security is going to be an issue for him. Whereas Kennedy, yeah. like now that they're not playing, kind of you know, games every four or five days. It's more kind of every week like normal. You'd think he's probably got better job security, so maybe it's a team balance move. Mm. Anyway, um, moving on. Much of a muchness. Much of a muchness. 
Dazed and confused, got rid of Jake Kelly and picked up a ruckman in Andrew Phillips. Now, I haven't, yeah, checked, his, haven't checked his team for a little while, but does he have a, is this his only backup ruckman? Uh, I think all will become a little bit more apparent when we go through the trades, my ah. uh, my uh, my learned friend. Vera. So, uh, Vera. Yeah, very, very shrewd pickup of Phillips there um, for Jake Kelly. Um, I mean, Kelly will get picked up by someone along the way, no doubt, probably as a defensive backup when they cop an injury. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a premiership favourite for a reason, so he can... He can drop talent like Cali and pick up a ruck ah. and things will go yes. well. I've just checked the website and because it's up to, up to date, I know what's coming. Okay. Mm. So next, fuckhead, I mean, disposable heroes, um, delisted Braden Sear and picked up Darcy Cameron to handcuff to Brody Gret. Oh, no, no. Anyway. This, this, this guy's a, a loose cannon. Unless he makes a, some kind of move each day, he gets fucking a bit itchy, doesn't he? He's got fucking Always Tourette's is what he's got. He's got Tourette's of trading. Yes, I mean, yeah, obviously, if he had kept Grundy, great move. Um, but he hasn't kept Grundy. So, um, yeah. But then I don't think he has either player anymore anyway in that deal. So we can probably move on. Moving on. Uh, Manic picked up someone who wasn't a Fremantle player. He dropped Jake Lever as a defender and picked up Nakai Cockatoo as a mid-forward. Clearly, I think this is a move that's, um, you know, based on what's happening in America. He's um, he's looked to, to pick up one of his favourite type of players. Black Lives and, Matter. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. So, um, yeah, uh, clearly that's, that's the best way to describe that move. So, yeah, okay. Oh, and then Darcy Cameron... He's made his way out of Disposable's team and in comes Sinclair. Yep, last, lasted two days on the list, Darcy Cameron. Um, and, yeah, pretty pretty shrewd pick up there of, of Callum Sinclair. Probably Not the smartest sure. move he's made all week. Probably smart, yeah, probably smart move. But then again, like, I don't know, if Naismith stays fit, I don't really see how Sinclair's going to get a game. So mm, He might slide in forward if uh, Buddy's out for the year. Yeah, this is true. This is true, but they got long neck, Blakely. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, but a right. lot of a lot of much of the muchness there. I think yeah. uh, I think probably Manic's move for Nakia Cockatoo, Black Lives Matter, probably takes the cake as the free agency move of the week. I think. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So um, there's been through one, two, three, four trades this week. So we're starting. Starting off with Manic Monkeys has traded with your good self. Do you want to talk us through this deal? Yes. So Manic Monkeys has uh, handed me Dane Zorko and Xavier Dersma, along with a seventh rounder and a tenth rounder. And I've given him Tuke Miller. And Jesse Headache Hogan. Sorry, who does Hogan and, play for again? Uh, I believe it's another Frio player. A Fremantle player, right. So that's another Fremantle player for Manic Monkeys. Deal checks out. Um, In terms of Manic receiving a Frio player? Makes sense. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. 
don't know that we're not just taking. We're just we're not making up fantasy deals here. This is that sounds like a deal to me that that uh, a freer player ends up at Mannix. Yeah, well, he's hopefully he's happy with him because I'm not sure that I would have done that one. He's, uh, he, he, he has also received some picks in the deal. So I, um, to, just to confirm, so the picks that he received along with Miller and Hogan were my second rounder and along the with my ninth. So that gets so him back a, a second round pick, which he gave away earlier in the piece. Correct. So I suppose that helps a little bit. Um, but yeah, another free player and took Miller. So there you go. Overall thoughts for the trade? Because I probably can't really comment on yeah, it. Yeah, I would probably suggest with uh, Dersma, I'm guessing you'd probably make him a keeper. Yep. As a young fella. And Zorko, who you'd probably keep, providing that he stays fit. Or... Pro- probably not. No, okay. If he stays fit this year, though, I would have thought he might have kept He's going. He's a rental. But... rental. A rent, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'd say... I'd say the young talent that you picked up is better. And for this season, I, I would rate Zorko ahead of Miller, provided that Zorko's old man calves hold up. So yeah. I'd probably, probably be 60-40 in favour of Pony, of Pony that way. Probably even 70-30, I would think. Manic, Manic won't be happy. Manic, uh, yeah, That's... I don't know. I think, I, I think it's closer than that. For me, um, just very quickly, like Zorko and Hogan, I think, probably for us are both probably throw back in the pots. So then it came down to essentially I'm probably going to end up with Dersma for Miller along with those pick swaps, which are in Manic's favour. So if you look at it from that perspective, then Manic wins. So it all really depends on how well my rental of Zorko goes. Zorko goes, yep. Yeah. Well, you know, he's hoping that his old man calf blows out for you. I mean, for us. Um <laughs> Next trade, DT87 has picked up Jonathan Patton and given up Tom Bell Chambers to Dazed and Confused, hence the Phillips pickup. You've Very skipped the trade. The... Hey? You've skipped the trade. Did I? Oh, oh, sorry. We'll do this one while we're here, and then I'll, I'll go back to one. All right. Because DT87 was very busy before that, but we'll do that one first now that I've started. Yes, keep going. So sorry. So Patton was... went Patton went to Dream Team eighty seven and Bell Chambers to Dazed. Correct. So now now that you've uh, seen what Dazed was up to with Andrew Phillips, what do you think of that he... deal? Um Yeah, I probably is he using him as his number one ruck? Uh, Bell Chambers okay. number one ruck. Don't I think it's just going to be whoever's named Preston is going to be number Dazed one ruck in that team. Yep, Dazed and Confused Ruckman is Toby Nankervis. Well, has he got Martin starting on the field yet? I don't think he said his team. Well, yeah, looking at it now, um, yeah, thanks, thanks. Which Martin are you talking about? Dusty. Yeah, Dusty's on his field. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, yeah, maybe maybe he's banking on Nank and there is two backups. Well, he's, prob- he's probably a bit dirty. He missed out on Soldo, so he's going for the dual backup because Nank, there's a fair chance Nank might not even play in the shortened games if they go with Soldo and, I don't know, I think they talked about having Pickett in the 
freaking ruck today. So, um, yeah, he's probably worried that Nankervis isn't going to play at all. And um, he's, he's just gone and done the sneaky with Phillips and Bell Chambers. Yeah, he's, he's certainly gone and done a beautiful little hand, handcuff job there. Um, bit bit dirty on him. The one the one probably weakness for days was definitely his rucks. Um, well, so I mean, so I mean, Dream Team eighty seven. Think about it. Uh, think about it. Yeah, Dream, Dream Team eighty seven, mate. Like you can see, he's trying to do a handcuff. Um, you know, patterns like twenty seven and coming off injuries. You can at least get a pick in with that, mate. Like, I know you're the nicest guy in the league, and this is why you're considered the nicest guy in the league. But, mate. But let's stop you, doing charity, eh? Yeah, come on. It's not Christmas every day of the year, mate. Uh, yeah, very interesting. And, yeah, I'll. Days, days. Suppose if days. Nate, if, if, oh, yeah. If Nate doesn't play, though, I suppose, yeah, he, he could have screwed him up. Oh, anyway, whatever. Done. All right, so now let's go back to the one I missed. Sorry about that, folks. Um, DT87, very busy on the uh, trade table. Um, traded with disposables, and he got Ed Langdon and Luke Parker. And he gave up Adam Trelaw and Heath Shaw with a pick swap. Ooh. What was the uh, pick swap again? So, um, Disposable's got a... You'd never guess. Disposable's got a second-round pick. And uh, DT87 got a tenth-round pick. So, wait. Wait. So am I hearing things correctly here? So, Disposable's got Trelaw as Heath well Shaw. as Heath Shaw, and he's got and a second. the higher pick. Correct. And DT87 picked up Langdon, Parker, and a tenth-round pick. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, Trelaw's, uh, I think we would probably agree, Trelaw's the prize of that trade. He in is, terms he of is. the talent. Um, so, yeah, Dispose was certainly done done well in that trade to get a second-round pick and Trelaw. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I can still kind of see why Dream Team 87 might do it. He's picked up um, Langdon, who gets a lot of just cheap outside ball and will pump out a 90 normal timed games yeah um parker i worry he's got a lot of um tread already off his tires for his age yeah um, i think he might actually go all right in the shorter quarters this year so i don't know yeah i think it might suit uh, him a little bit better yeah so no, interesting trade it'll be interesting to look back on that in two seasons time and say well is Trelaw, you know doing soft tissue injuries at 25 26 27 um, already telling you that his body's a bit cooked than what most oh, yeah. are at that age, and and will that blow up in disposable space? But then again, will he be on his team in two weeks' time? Maybe not. Well, who knows with Mister Tourette himself? Yep, Inter- interesting deal though. It is, it is. And so, uh, there's only one more trade to discuss. Do we need to discuss this in any detail since it's been oh. covered to death? Oh. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we do. I think we do. I'd, I'd love to hear you read this one out. And I think there's a few others that would love to hear it too. Well, fuck is all. Fucking <laughs> fuckwit heroes and fuckwit Merka have decided to do a trade which involves Brodie Grundy and Adam Tomlinson leaving the 
disposables team for Nat Fife and who is, you know, likely to be injured and be fucked up by anyway. And Rowan Marshall and I forget was the first round pick? Uh yes. Yep. Yeah, first round pick and they I can't remember what the other one was. Oh hang on, I've got it here. Give me two seconds. A first round pick and disposables. Yeah, a thirteenth round pick. So he's given up Brady Grundy and Adam Tomlinson and got back a first round pick with Fife and Marshall. Yes. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. So, you, you talk about it, I'm not talking about it. Yeah, well it would be a uh, a bitter pill to, to be to be talking about after your failed attempts for Grundy. Um it's an interesting deal, concocted right around the uh, stroke of midnight. So clearly, someone was getting uh, uh, you know a bit bit of booty call um, with another coach, kind of late at night. And uh, and what's what's conspired is uh, or transpired is uh, is Grundy ending up at at Merca. So you you take out of that what you will. Um, it's yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, where does Grundy leave Merker on the table going forward for this season? I think he's got high hopes for his team, um, but I'm just not sure that it's going to be enough for him this season. So it's a lot to give up a first rounder, etc., um, to disposable and and have no first and no second in the draft next season. So, I mean, you can have the best player in the league, but unless you have cattle around him, it ain't going to do much for you. So, yeah, interesting trade. Disposable might have still sold a little low. Um, Particularly because of Fife's age. Um, Yes. It just just makes me wonder if there was... And injury history. It just makes me wonder if there was better deals out there, OJS Hawker. You wonder. You wonder. <laughs> Look at my face. What? You wonder. All right, let me let me let me put the video back on. There's head shaking wonder, going on, you? ladies and gentlemen. You fucking wonder. <laughs> so that was that was the the week that was in in, in trades. Now Big before week. we go any further, I know not everyone might jump on the website. But for the love of fucking God, can you anyone listening to this podcast, Disposables now has two first-round draft picks, five second-round draft picks, and Pony has two first-round draft picks. Between them, they have almost 40% of the first two rounds picks. Do not give them any more fucking picks. How fucking hard is that to understand? Fuck, Jesus. Anyway, yes, sorry. So, uh, yeah, so, well, yeah. Clearly, Disposable won't be cooking the barbecue this year because he will be very busy early on, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I, I think Merck has put his hand up early to, to do that, not having a first and second. So he's the clubhouse leader at the moment to cook the barbecue. I think so. I think so. Um, if someone wants to take Merck's third off him for in a deal and, um, yeah, see if he can give him another 13th pick and that should give him plenty of time to cook the barbie for us. Yes. Yes, I think so. So, yeah, all good. All right, so we won't do any whispers this week because I think we're all, I'm whispered out. I'm shouted out, whispered out. I'm, I'm just done. Well, but, well background, I think I, I think I will issue my uh, my public apology. So I'd just like okay. to uh, issue a very quick public apology to Slippery Gypsies, 
Mate, I know you're in a media ban at the moment, but I uh, just wanted to apologise for your <laughs> for ratting you out to Manic Monkeys uh, about the, uh, the the Chera rumour. Um, I felt threatened by Manic Monkeys. Thought I was gonna gonna have bricks through my window. Um, uh, apologies to rat you out, and uh, won't won't happen again, mate. Won't happen again. Uh, Manic, no one actually gives a shit, mate. All right? If someone says that every podcast that you're after a free player, no one really cares, bud. You're the only one. <laughs> Chill out, dude. It'll be okay. All right. So I think that's all we've got. We've done the public apology. You've heard what everyone's had to say. You've heard what our special guests have had to say. Um, we've had our very first uh, external person on the podcast. So that's pretty exciting stuff. And um, we'll see you all next week when we do this for real and we'll actually have uh, games of footy not too far away. Alrighty, and before we go any further, what we've got up next is Itchy and Scratchy reviewing the 10 worst trades so far of the Balls to the Wall podcast. Let's get cracking and see what they think is the worst trades ever. Let's hope... I don't feature in it. And we thought, uh, well, not thought, let's be honest, we had our doors knocked down and uh, Hawker asked if we could put a potty together to do a bit of a novelty. So we've got Lamb and uh, Sean on the line or Stars and Vipers. Uh, what, are we, hey. what are we in for to start with? Hey, guys. Um, welcome, welcome, Vipers. We have a special guest. Hello, gents. Um, Hello, yeah, he's... Hey. Very special. Short of, yeah, short of uh, any any team sort of reviews, because obviously that will change within between now and next week. The amount of trades going on. What I thought now tonight is I'm going to go through a top ten. We're going to do top seven, but top ten worst draft picks from last year. So you guys and don't so... know. You guys don't know what I'm going to come up with, and just want your your thoughts as I as I go through the absolute shocking picks. Just a little bit of honest feedback. Yeah. So the factors yeah. I, I put in here, obviously the top thirteen rounds would be effectively your top. They're your keepers, right? So they got to be absolute hits. So if you've messed up a top thirteen, um, you're going to get a bit of a penalty. If you've drafted a thirty-three year old in the top thirteen, probably going to be a penalty too. I've tried to avoid people that drafted players. Uh, they got injured without, you know, sort of a bit of bad luck. Like a, like a, a Devin Smith kind of draft. I'm not giving you points against because, you know, you don't really, you can't really predict that, can you? No, Look, Stars no, has been pouring over these spreadsheets all day long, so like the, I don't think data, he's missed anybody yeah. here. I have. I've missed there's a pivot tables. Uh, there, there's a whole lot of science that's gone into this, so. There's graphs, um, there's modelling. You know, it's, not, it's not really even his opinion. It's it's pure science. So, you know, don't, don't get too upset. Yeah. And, uh, and Vipers has downloaded Skype. So that, that was a pretty big achievement as well. So if we're just congratulating everyone for technology here. Yep. It's, uh, it, did, did take 15 or 20 minutes. Um, we got there in the end. All right. So let's get started on a few of the ones that just missed out the top 10. So... Start off oh, this with is, this is expanded from a top ten already, oh, hasn't it? I can't I can't fit them all in. Is this on the is this on the extra tab in the spreadsheet? 
Yep. Yep. The honourable so, mentions. So we're going to start with the pick number one. Tom Mitchell is not in the list, mainly because would you rather Tom Mitchell now? Yes. So um, he's exempt. I think it depends on who you who you've given up though. And there's a there's a ruck pig called Grundy there. But, um, well, actually, you'll find that no. the person that did draft Tom Mitchell also has Brody Grundy, doesn't he? Uh, no, apparently, no, that yes. didn't happen. That was well, fake news. Look. There, there may have been half a dozen trades in the time this podcast has been recorded. We don't know. So <laughs> maybe part two recorded tomorrow. All right. Let's go through a few ones that just, to just miss out. Just give you a bit of a taste. So let's go. Dane Beams drafted by Disposable Heroes in round three. Did you know that Dane Beams was going to lose his shit? No. Yep. He's, he's suddenly not the, uh, not, not the best footballer in the family, yep. is he? Alex Neil Bullen in round 13 by Days Confused. Who's Alex Neil Bullen? He's a free agent. Uh, well, look, we've been we've been burnt by him before, so probably saved us from picking him up this time. Aussie Merker drafting Aaron Hall in round 12. He played six games. Ouch. Ouch. Uh, I think he got drafted again this year at pick 202, so that's what he's rated at. So was that Disposable's first pick for the, the draft? Yes, it was. Just to miss the list is yours truly drafting Zach Tui with a knee injury that he knew about in round six. Averaged him 68 points. Yikes. So. There's worse. So these are, just the, these are just the honourable mentions. So. Yeah, honourable mentions. Let's, let's get into it. Wow. So, well, we... number 10. Pick 45 of the draft, round four, Slipper Gypsies selects Robbie Gray. So okay, so let's point, points off Points off for age is the main one here. Average, How old was he at, at selection? He's born in 1988. 31. Average 81. Do you want an 81 average from your fourth best player? Did that turn into his best player, though? So this is... This is where he got traded for Michael Walters in round nine. So in round six, traded for Michael Walters, which is absolute bargain trade, obviously. Genius. Pure genius there. Able to turn a really rubbish draft pick into a nice little player. And who who gave up Walters, just just for the the record? Who wants wants, wants, uh, port players? Who do you think? Bullet into that. So can we get a bit of context? What was before? What was just after Gray? What did he miss out on? Uh, let's have a look at the old around four. Robbie Gray Tim, could have could have Tim had Taranto? Mira just after Gray. Rory Sloan, Luke Parker, Tim Taranto. Yep. So not Andy. much then. So not not much at all really. <laughs> not a lot of options. No. Okay, number nine. Look, I mean, he, he even he even. Drafted Rockliffe himself. Two picks later. Mm. <laughs> so Robbie Gray. Who's got Robbie Gray now? I think you do there, Legless. Uh, yep. That was mine. He's a bag of chips and a deal. That's what he's worth. I Look, I love it's a poor player. The seagull in the trade. <laughs> so, I love a poor player. Number nine on the list. This is the only pick from round one that I've got. Ooh. And that is pick one. 
pick 11, basically this is, this is your, your linchpin of your team, right? This is the guy that's going to be your star player. If you had captains on, he's your captain for the next five years, right? Oh, no. And he fitted the bill. Oh, no. Uh, it's not who you think. Angus Brayshaw. Yeah, that's who I think. All points, all, all signs, you know, said that was a good pick. To average 88. He's your number one He just one crushed pick. it up, didn't he? And, and he had back-to-back hundreds to start the season as well, and then he just he trashed it up after round two, didn't he? Yeah. That's, that's tough because he's a young bloke that um, had uh, averaged really well, but fuck me, he stinks. Well, he just he's a headache, right? But he did he did all the right things the year before towards the end. Like he was dominating um, to the extent in the draft before that was a non-keeper. Stars dropped the non-keeper. Mm. Stars dropped him, and I grabbed him. But it he's obviously a yo-yo. But don't worry, Hawker's got him now. So definitely fell know. the way of Melbourne did last year. Just absolutely shocking. So what ended up with Brayshaw? Round nine, he was traded to, for Warpole and Pollack to Legless. They got a bit of yep. value there in Warpole. And then yep, obviously, I think, I think ended up with Hawker, who's kept him. And I think Hawker's probably paid a lot less than a first-round draft pick for so. uh, Rayshaw. So, again, uh, again for context, you know, players taken after him. The very next selection, Rory Laird. Josh Kelly, the selection after that. You've got everyone in the first round there. It's just... Well, Whitfield, Law, Merritt. So looking at the round one picks, that is the weakest. The weakest. That is the weakest. Interesting that um, it's uh, it's not the only round one pick not to be on the original owners team though. Mm. You normally don't trade your round one picks, do you? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Anyway, speaking of trading of number one. Around one picks. Our number nine, our number eight is Aussie Merker in round 13. So obviously a bit further back, but this is your 13th best player. Picks so Josh J. So Kennedy. Still a keeper. Still should be a keeper. Josh Kennedy of the West Coast Eagles full forward variety. A 20 a game. year old Josh Kennedy. Average 54 mm. last year. Wow, we well, I mean, not surprising coming was from the Was he going on the beard? Was he going on the beard? Oh, I think uh, Mercury had too much sausage at that stage, so it was, it was towards the end of a long, a long day. Um, so de- I think delisted halfway through the season is my records, and then drafted at pick two hundred and ninety this year. But I think it's back on the waiver wire. So if he is, and he should be. Yep. I mean, look when you when when you look at the other spuds that he drafted after that, though, maybe that was the best he could come up with. Harbour uh, May. Jenkins, Mumford. Round, round 13. David Myers. Quite far back, but if you think about it, it's better than a round one in our keeper scenario, right? It's just, it's Yeah. There's still some yeah. good value there. I mean, Kim McCluggage. McCluggage, Cunnington. Burton. Um, Burton. Miller, I think we've yeah. got a trade recently. But to yeah. average 54, I think, is the lowest out of the list. All right, moving on. Number seven, big uh, young full forward playing for Melbourne, Mr. Legless drafting Tom McDonald in the sixth round. Yep, that one, that's a heartbreaker. And how did he turn out? Uh, Is he a context uh, average? 
15 games, Horrible. averaging 63. That's pre-coronavirus as well, 63. I'm going to be honest. Yep, so the year before he averaged 90, and I thought, oh, good, I need a a forward. Solid, you just bank on that sort of no frills. He was no frills, all right. He was no fucking touch of the ball. It was nothing. It gave me nothing. Just showed how bad Melbourne were last year. Oh, no, he was bad. Shows how bad that draft pick was. <laughs> so in the, I guess for the the battle of six round picks, where, where would you rate him above or or behind Zach Tui? Um, well, he he rates him above, I mean, obviously. No, uh, noting that Tui was only an honourable mention. Yeah, well, obviously a bit of favouritism there because I picked Tui. Or you know, <laughs> Lance Franklin from Awesome. Don't, don't use my six round pick, so. Just the numbers, all right? I'm not, it's not biased. I'm just going with the stats. It's just the stats. It's just the pivot tables. Yep. It's just the spreadsheets. Data mm-hmm. comes out with. All right, what do we got? Come on, what's next? Uh, number six, proof that even the best can make mistakes. Days are confused in round eight, pick Bailey Williams. Played nine games for 62 average. Ended up being delisted. There was a lot of hype about him last season from memory. So before the start of last season, there was a lot of hype around him at the Bulldogs. But he got beveraged. So many people get beveraged. Yep. Yeah, it's it's also interesting when you when you look at Daz's picks. You know, two picks later, he was able to pick up like Dusty Acres. Oh, oh, as we know, <laughs> best forward in the game, right? Like best Martin. forward in the game, like Barr. <laughs> Um, even you look down there, there's a Jacob Hopper, Jeremy Cameron, Caleb Daniel. Yep. Yeah. Some interesting late picks, but um, mm. also a man who likes his stats is, is plucked out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, okay, that one's Who could you have got instead of Bailey Williams? You're looking at Nick Newman. Um, yep. Harfit, Ed Langdon, who knows he's been around the traps a few times. Yeah, that's that one burns a bit. I guess as a defender as well, knowing that Nick, Nick Newman is a superior defender as well. So if you if you're looking at okay, there was what defenders were available: Luke Ryan, Wayne Malera, and Nick Newman are all three clearly above that. Basher Hawley. even someone like Dion, Dion Prestia taking a pick fourteen who averaged a hundred. Yeah, I think you find he's not a defender, but he is on your team. So good honourable mention. Oh, I think yeah. I think the points count the same whether they're scored in the midfield or in defence. Just to well, put that, into yeah. perspective of what Toby McLean's worth now, drafted at pick 288 this year. I think he'll average zero. No VFL to play in. 182 so. this year. All right, next one. I've just given away. Toby McLean <laughs> at number five. Pick round five. five. Round five? Round four. Round four. Seven. Toby McClash. Talk about having that one back. And look, he had come off an okay season, but just buy beware with anyone from the Bulldogs. It, they can just get beveraged. Toby McLean. You know, that, I think that's game. where it all went downhill for disposable. He started, started pretty well. Grundy, five. And then look at the next lot of picks. Beams, McLean. Wowee. None of these players are on his team anymore. So... And not to preempt our our trade discussions later, but 
does he actually own any of these players anymore? Grundy, Fife, Beams, no. McLean, no. Parker. Well, oh, he's Fife got Fife back. To him. No. Did trade him away a couple yeah. of times. McLean, Parker, Parker Smith, Walters. But but what happened to a guy like this is the problem, right? Like you've got good footballers that are like they're decent footballers as well that have also got a fantasy game. The guy won a flag, 24 years old, and what? He's, he's dead, buried, gone. Doesn't exist he's anymore. Done. That's Toby. No, he's done. There, are there any good Bulldogs left from that that flag, apart from McRae, Dunkley Bond. and Bont? No, a lot of them have been moved. Guess where the yeah. Bont got drafted in that in that year? Oh, it's late, isn't it? Round seven. There it is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's a steal. How can we let Days Confused do that? That is a steal. Even he took Salem and Nankervis before Bont and Billings. Bont really wasn't rated last Manic- year, was he? Well, Manic Monkeys took McGrath and drop, has dropped him, before, and that was before Bont. No, but we all know but- Manic, Manic Monkeys is, is the best fantasy player going around. Merka drafted hey, Redden before the Bond. He's making it off of you. That's not how it works. Redden, Redden before? before. How did Redden go go before the Bond? Yeah, I don't know. We really let the ball drop on that one. Probably probably Merka's Eagles bias. So there's a few people that have helped give him the cup. Right, number four for the worst draft picks last year. Now, this the last four age really comes into a factor. If you're drafting old cunts in the first few rounds, um, no good. So, number four, by the Slippery Ugh. Gypsies, round five, was Cade Simpson. Whoa. Lucky Yikes. to be playing again this year, to be fair, Yikes. like we thought that was last year. I do think he now loses the the right to give anyone any kind of stick for for having a an elderly gentleman on their team. Um, and uh, what is he? Thirty eight, thirty nine this year. Nineteen eighty four was his birth when he was born. So whatever the age that makes him, I don't know. He's actually older than Slippery. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> eighteen games average for an eighty for a defender is great, right? But that's your. That's your fifth best player. Fifth and best player in a, in a keeper league in the first draft of the keeper trade. league. This is the trade in round nine for Riley Knight. When you look at players that went after him, you got Pendlebury Green, Ed Langdon. Yep, that's that hurts. Yep. Smith, oh, that hurts. Smith. Yeah. Anyway, but I I can I can see a worse one, unfortunately. Oh, All right, number three. Not as old, but absolutely useless to the form of probably not making his team. Bryce Gibbs, drafted by Ozzy Merker, round three. Playing 12 games, averaging only 80. Merker just, I don't think he even had the stamina to reach round three with all that sausage, did he? (laughs) That's not a good pick. That's not a good pick. That's horrible. (laughs) Oh dear. Merka, uppercut. Oh, That's the first one of the evening. Just take yourself out to the shed and give yourself an uppercut. So traded in round twelve for Seedsman. 
But it's Sorry? okay. It's he he drafted McRae, so um, he should have a pretty pretty good midfield, shouldn't he? Uh, yeah. He upgraded McRae to Grundy. We, we might in a roundabout way. Yeah, we'll throw on that later. So just in context, he was dra- Bryce Gibbs was drafted this year at pick two hundred and twenty-two. Even that seems I, remarkably high. I don't. He won't even get a game. Why was he for the He shouldn't. He couldn't hit the side of a barn door. He'll be playing in the non-existent sample with with Jack Trengo. <laughs> Corona. He'll be playing an actual Corona ball. <laughs> Tell me, Merker didn't redraft Gibbs. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. All right, let's go on. Number two, yours truly in the third round drafting Sam Menegola. Pick 31 this was. Yeah, that does stink. That really Um, does stink. Nine games because he did a knee. He also sucked. Average of 77 Mm. in the third round. Hard to to preempt a knee injury. Um, Average of 100. Ford, wasn't he? He was a Ford, Ford well. status when you drafted him. Would you have, would you have preferred to have picked up Josh Dunkley in that same round, or Tim Kelly, um, who were both been quite handy to be fair? Or you know Josh Josh Kennedy maybe. Um, <laughs> better he was probably pretty pretty handy in a trade. Um, <laughs> he was available. You could have he got was Josh available, Dunkley. So, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Anyway, more on that later. More to come. <laughs> yeah, so just and what happened? He did. As obviously, I kept him. I was a sucker. He lost forward status, and I picked him up at pick two hundred and thirty-three because I, yep, I hate myself. So you've redrafted him. Basically, just trying so, to justify that pick. Like if he comes so good, you, I you, justify- so you dumped your your third pick as a draft only to then use another <laughs> draft pick to redraft. Him. So you've actually you've actually used two picks on him. Yeah, you know how Stephen's <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me? You know how Savani went to Carlton and tried to trade in all the guys that he drafted due to the rest just to justify his picks? That's what I've done. I'm start calling yeah. you sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so, number one. Son of stars. All right, number one. Who is the worst? Who is the worst? If that's 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 not the worst. I feel, Again, I feel like another, I'm being set up here. Another round. podcast. <laughs> With the, another uh, round, another round. The promise of handing out some uppercuts. There hasn't been a lot of mention of my my drafting, and, and here we are at number one. So if you look at, at the third I'm a little round, bit nervous now. If you look at Menegola and you think that's an absolute trash pick. Oh, I don't know where this is heading. <laughs> I know where this is heading. One pick before Justin <laughs> Westoff by Geelong Vipers, pick thirty. Yeah, I'll pay that. I was actually reviewing them before and thinking the fuck that I'm trying West off at number three for. Sorry, can you give can you give Geelong Vipers an uppercut? Fucking take yourself outside Vipers an uppercut. That's very very stinky. So you played twenty games, so it's consistent. Average only the seventy seven. You drafted him knowing that they've just recruited Lysette as a ruckman to go along with Patrick Ryder. Yeah, look. I think I was off a week of no sleep <laughs> with a newborn. Um, yeah, what he had ruck status and he and it averaged 100 the year before, um, and I think I was panicking for a ruck at that stage. 
Was he even a Western? Yeah, he was. He was a he was a ruck forward at that stage. Oh boy, oh boy. At what stage did you redraft him? Uh, I did not. No, I I drafted him. So at least I didn't didn't uh, do a stars and waste a second pick on him. No, but I I got him a pick one ninety seven. So I was actually was looking through and thinking I could have had Goldstein (laughs) in the in the fifth round. Um. Yeah, I'll pay that. That's probably the worst pick. Um, <laughs> ironically, this is his last year as well. So, yeah, he's he could have probably look, probably looks good in a keeper league, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it is it is nice to see that um, two of my first three draft picks are no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, you've picked up other other people's top three draft picks, so you know swings and roundabouts. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, actually surprised you didn't uh, get Luke Bruce in at pick eight there as well, round eight for an honourable mention. Yeah. Oh, he's, I mean, he's average, but he's not that average. Uh, All right, boys. Look, let's get to, let's get into the uh, the power plays now. We've had we've had a review recently on Hawker's podcast where they gave a reasonably friendly, kind of gentle response to this season's trades. Pretty weak. Um, it was it was as it was as weak as water. And so, look from the stats man and from you know the man that delivers probably the best uppercuts or the only uppercuts in this league. I'd like to run through just this season's trades because if we go through all of them, um, you know, disposables might end up hating on life. Um, so can we have a look at this season's trades and can I get? Very brief response from each of you on how you think, who you thought won the trade and what your thoughts of the general trade were. Now, I'm not going to go through the trades that were done pre-draft. We'll talk draft night post the end of the draft. You guys on board? Yeah, bro. Yep. All right, beauty. So the first trade, Disposable Heroes trades Dustin Martin and his first-round pick for Luke Parker and Tom Green and Mannix's eighth-round pick. What do we feel about that? I, I just want to know how he was bullied into giving up a first as well as Dusty Martin for a bloke that hadn't even played a game. And oh, Luke Parker's a nice player. Dusty will probably average more and play forward. Tom Green hasn't played. Is he is he going to play much in that I Giants played one field? Game, and, but and please yeah. take a pick as well. Yeah, I'd, I'd rate that an uppercut out of ten. <laughs> I mean, as, so was, as, as we'll see, Dustin Martin apparently is not worth that much. So maybe maybe it was fair. Maybe maybe. Um, all right, moving on to the next was, trade. Was, uh, was there a was there a bully effect to play there though? Was that a do do we think there was some bullying? Was he bullied into that trade? Yelling, yes. Well, I didn't, I didn't see disposables or manic for a period of time, and uh, then miraculously the trade was done. So, what was there? Just an, an angry man looking and peering over the back fence, just berating him, shouting at him, make me an offer cunt until he handed over a pick as well as Dusty Martin. Well, look, we all know Dusty Martin is a very mediocre player. All right, we'll move on to the next one. So this was Nick Natanui for Harry Cunningham. Uh, Nothing changed. Um, 
Everyone's got a heart of a Cunningham. Crickets. Yeah, I would move on. Now I have no no thoughts on that trade. Agreed. Um, All right. This is the next one. Speaking of handing over picks, Ollie Wines and your first round pick for Patrick Dangerfield and Mannix's eighth round, no, Disposable's eighth round pick. Mannix. Well, which is, so yeah, it's an eighth round pick. Yep. I don't think that's the key part yep. of the deal. Could yep. be. There's, there's, uh, two, there's two positions in the eighth round are pretty big. I might be able to get West off with the eighth round pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we knew that. <laughs> So, I, so I like it. This is, I like it for both parties. Um, Dangerfield, yeah. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. We've seen a lot of guys that were picked up in the first round of an inaugural draft that have been moved on pretty quickly, though. But yeah, I think that worked. For, I honestly think that worked for both parties. I don't think there's too, said, too much. Dangerfield, Dangerfield's come home to Vipers. He's in the window apparently, so that's a that's a that's a trade of someone that rates his team and is going going for a bit of a challenge. Well, old big head can't walk through his door at Lamb, can he? Disposable. I mean, you'd have been on the rebuild, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Probably wines, a... probably wines would be good in twenty twenty five. So, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I rate that trade. Yep, I think that was a good trade. I actually think for that one, was good for, for both. one one for one party. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, moving right. on to the next trade. This one's an absolute. Here we go. This is a blockbuster. Um, Disposable Heroes receives Lockie Ash and Manic Monkeys second round pick, and Manic Monkeys receives Xavier Dersma and Disposable sixth round pick. Um, trash. Why? If you're yeah, rebuilding, trash. why the fuck would you give up Dersma? Yeah. No, just just, just keep Dersma. You, why, why stockpile picks when you've already got a bloke you can keep? Yeah, I don't. And I don't again, Ash hasn't played a game. Is he? No. Is he going to play a game? It's pretty pretty hard to team team to to uh, crack your way into. Um, you're bringing in young yeah, players. Just trash. Build around Dersma. I don't don't get that one. It'd be interesting to see who we draft um, in the second round we... with that pick, but there won't be someone more better than Dersma. Is this a keeper league? Oh, I don't believe it is based on these okay. trades. Mm. The next one is um, good. The next one is interesting as well. So team, we've said team on the rebuild, so you want young talent. We've traded out Dersma. Next trade, Disposable Heroes receives Tom Scully and Ozzy Merker's second round pick. Ozzy Merker receives Ollie Florent and Disposable's seventh round pick. Knowing that Scully was dropped straight afterwards too, so it was. It was. So it was so, essentially for a second round. So again, just to recap, we've traded away another good young talent for a second round pick. Yeah. Who's who in the Sydney midfield is going to retire next uh, this year? Probably all of them. Yeah, and who's going to replace yeah. him? Florent. Probably. Yep. He'll just be running around by himself. He could yep. average 130 <laughs> next year. Easy. <laughs> okay, so so um, funny. So 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 to recap, we've traded out Dersmer and Florent, two pretty good young talents, for um, essentially two fifteenth rounders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to, we've to seen be fair, what a fifteenth is right. We've seen 
we've seen this draft. We've seen what's available. It's not pretty. Do you think, think... Disposable was still reeling from, from being bullied by Manning? Do you think he was still having a bit of, bit of self-doubt? <laughs> well, Just hear, look, hear Manning's think... voice in the back of his head yelling at him? To be fair, Florent didn't go until the sixth round of a redraft. So that's four. I guess that on like if you look at from that perspective, that's four picks after the pick that he's received in return. So that I guess that's that to me tells you that obviously a lot of people didn't rate Florent that highly. If he's well, if what? he's gone sixth in a redraft. While we're reviewing disposables trades, won't we just we just skip ahead one and and cover off the last trade here again? Um, oh, I won't steal your thunder here, Legless. Okay, so we're going through this one. We'll move on to what I think is the most unique trade. Um, Manic Monkeys receives six-year breakout, twenty-five-year-old St Kilda reject Blake Acres and dazed and confused third round. Noting that the yep. third round is the third round is chock full of talent like Cade Simpson and Stephen May and Jack Gunston. Um and he gives up have a West off of then too. No. And he gives up Dustin Martin uh, the ninth round pick and the twenty twenty premiership. <laughs> So if you're dazed and in, Yeah, look, in Manning's defence, um, Ake has had a, had a great pre-season game against Carlton. <laughs> Don't know. Um, I think the phrase more midfield time might have been banded around a little bit as well. <laughs> so much. Train the house so, down, he was. Oh, yeah, and, tra- and train the house down. It's ticked a lot of boxes, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> cracking pre-season. Marsh, Marsh Cup hype. Um, training the house down. More midfield time. Uh, how did he go in round one? Very, very classic relevant. Uh, hamstring, I think. <laughs> highly, highly classic relevant. Um, and then we'll look, look another game that Manning's not very good at, so that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, so, interesting. Um, arguably has... Double up a cut. Yeah, it's it's the worst trade ever. Jason Confuse has the best 13 keepers. Probably drafted better than everyone, and got. Imagine someone knocking your door, going, "I'll give you Dustin Martin for Blake Acres." Look, I'm I'm just concerned. No one knows where my door is. If if we're just <laughs> handing out freebies like this, um, do I need to post my address so someone can come and just leave leave a freebie on my doorstep like that? If Dave can, is there a, give you your address so a, you can post the cup to him? Because that's start preparing for next year. It's all over. Yeah, I might post I've actually already... an uppercut. Actually, that's awful. Just look yourself in the mirror and punch yourself in the head. Um, and lot, some people have justified the trade saying that they thought Dazed already had it in the bag. Well, no, they he didn't until he got Dustin Martin. <laughs> that, that's what look, gave... I, some people I justify think, this. Yeah, when you say some people, I think what you mean is Manic. <laughs> All I know is I've already engraved the trophy, so and, and I'm fairly confident that... I won't need to scrub Dazed and Confused name off that trophy. Yep. Fair enough. All right. Um, next trade. I, this one, I think, probably similar to my trade, doesn't rate a massive mention. It just worked for both clubs. Kennedy and Slippery, Adam Kennedy and Slippery's second round pick for Noble and Disposable's fourth. 
Um, can is he just not, not given up another reasonable young playing. player for a pick? Like Noble went yeah. and dumped an eighty in the first round in the in the back line. Yeah, and I think I think people forget that sometimes rookie drafted players end up being fucking relevant fantasy players. Like Tom Rockcliffe was a rookie draft player. He's obviously had a pretty fantasy friendly game. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I I, I rated Noble as a a smoky young fella. Um, don't know that Adam Kennedy's either of those. Like we just slippery. We want to just recap this little pile of disposable trades. I don't know what he was fucking smoking between round one and round two, but out. Dangerfield, Dersma, Florent, Noble, in <laughs> Wines, Ash, Scully, Kennedy, and just an arseload of picks that won't be good for anything. Oh, it's not done. Uh, no, 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 no. Just, just setting the scene, just for, okay. for context. We'll skip through the next so one because that's a nothing trade. Yeah, I think we should. That is, no, that I think is we should nothing, go. Yeah. Well, to be fair, May was a third round redraft pick, yeah. um, and Rampy was pretty much a late redraft pick as well. So I think that worked for both clubs. Stephen May's got a, you know. A rough head on him, and Rampy likes climbing up goalposts. I, I think trade. you've already given that trade more attention than what it deserves. Yep, yep moving on. Thank <laughs> you. Well, I got All one. right, so disposable heroes traded again. Um, he's traded Robbie Gray and Short to me, and received Chase Jones and Ed Langdon. This is the fairest trade I think he's done. This is a good trade. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, I think he's won that because you're the only bloke that actually rates short and we know your thoughts on Robbie Gray. Mm. Worst draft picks, yeah. Um, I think Ed Langdon, as a 90 midfielder, is easier to replace than a young defender. And if short gets the holy yep. role, may- maybe, but we'll see. That's true. Jury's out on that one. Um, yep. I think interesting that Legless was trying really hard to move. Langdon and Phillips, and I think he's he was wasn't settled, he settled a little bit considering who, who um, didn't get offered one of those two players from him. I sure considering did. Considering the, the, oh, uh, well, the blockbuster trade that was almost sealed, I think um, it's maybe taken a little bit less than what he thought he was going to get originally. Ah, uh, look, uh, I think yeah, going on Star's point, young twenty-four-year-old defenders are hard to find midfielders. Can be as well, but I think that worked for both teams. He needed a midfielder, and I was keen on a defender. Um, moving, okay, so moving over to the next one. This one I uh, found interesting as well. Um, Manic Monkeys receives Jesse Hogan and Cook Miller and Pony Fisher's second and ninth round pick. Fucking Pony with his fucking repeated pick swaps. And Pony Fish receives. Dersma, Zorko, a seventh and a tenth. This, this is actually possibly worse than the Acres for Dusty trade. And and yep. I know that's hard, but Dersma and Zorko for sad sack Jesse Hogan that's probably never going to play it's football again. Um, well, to me, and who the fuck to is me, Took Miller? Who? 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 Oh, took solid. Who Miller? Took solid. Who does he play for? 
Uh, Gold oh, Coast. That's, that's why you haven't heard And them. what have they recently done? Draft all these young players that are coming in to take all of the midfield. You speak about more midfield time and trading the house down. Took Miller does not fit that bill. Uh, no. I, yeah, I mean, for me, the, the other issue is Jesse Hogan's mental health issues aside, um, irrespective of that, I, he's had a degenerate foot issue or, or ankle issue, hasn't he? Like, he missed a long period of time with a bad ankle. You know who's going to have Those... degenerate mental health issues after realising what they've done in these trades? Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to walk outside, take his left hand. Smash himself in the face, take his right hand, smash himself in the other side of the face. That is just putrid trading. To be fair, again, if you look at the redraft in the second round, he will be able to get access to players like James Ash, Matthew Suckling, and Luke Dunstan. So well, that does that does balance that a little bit. Um, plus, what he might be able to bring in with his with his ninth round pick as well. That that shouldn't be discounted. <laughs> no, but you know that. That doesn't like he's probably not going to be. Look, he's no Luke Jackson, but he's probably not going to be that good, is he? I want to know <laughs> the, the the back and forth for that ninth to tenth round swap. I want to know what was involved in that because that. Oh, I, look, to me, that that would have been Manic just getting angry and feeling like uh, he needed a little bit no, of a win. I think that I would think have been, totally been definitely bully. Uh, that's got that's got pony written all over it. The amount of work I don't want to do. To make this draft last this year work, then a fucking pick swaps just because of him. <laughs> well, I think to be fair, at least this next draft we'll be able to just sit disposables in front of the computer early, then get him to do the sausages, as opposed to getting him to do the sausages and bring him into the draft. You reckon you could you could see Pony Fish just haggling there. He kind of. If you were going to liken him to any kind of general manager, he's got a bit of the Jerome Krause about him, doesn't he? <laughs> it does. Which ones? So who's Adrian Dodoro? Me? Oh, that'd Maybe. be manic, wouldn't it? Just a fucking angry cunt <laughs> that is impossible to deal with. <laughs> All right, so we're on to the third last trade now. Um, this is, a ma- again, another first-round inaugural draft player has been moved. So DT87 gets Ed Langdon and Luke Parker, as well as Disposable's 10th round pick. And Disposable's gets Adam Trelaw, Heath Shaw, and a second round pick. I think the best bit about that is I think he has learnt from the best here. Um, he's he's taken all of that manic bullying and he's been able to reverse it around. And Jesus, he's his fucking rape DT87, hasn't he? Just give me a fucking pick as well. Throw in a second, please. Thank you very much. Just, just throw in a pick. I need a sweetener. I'm only getting Adam Trelaw, potentially <laughs> top five midfield fantasy player. Yeah. Um, but I, I need, I need a pick to make this deal happen. You forget how consistent Trelaw's been. He's had a few injuries recently, which is a bit of a, bit, you know, bit of a flag. But apart from that, I'm, I'm wondering if DT87 needs to maybe impose a, a trade ban on himself for the next, I would say, five years. So you look at the talent that's been traded out of that club, Dunkley, Trelaw, um, and we've replaced that with Langton Parker and uh, JPK. And the 10th round and, uh, and look, a, a little unknown 
um, bloke by the name of Will Powell as well. I think he's he's floating around in the needle somewhere. <laughs> Gee, tough. I think what confuses, what confuses me is a lot of people get spooked by one season affected by an injury. Like he's since 2016, he's averaged 111, 108, 108, and 113. Like I want that in my team. I would I, yes, I completely agree. That's he's fleeced him, absolutely is fleeced this the him. First um, trade that we can say disposables as one. Oh, I think Outright. it almost makes up for all the others. Almost, <laughs> almost, but we haven't got to the best one yet, have we? Okay, now I'm going to skip the next one because this one just basically assisted to give to today's nothing. cup by giving him, gave him a handcuff why, for John. Again, why? Yeah, just yeah, move on. Nothing to see here. And so the last... The, the blockbuster trade of the day that uh, apparently was struck at midnight last night. And I, I can't see it. It's no one actually website. believes it. Um, Can you get just, up that just website, please? I woke up this morning. My phone was blowing up because <laughs> I had midnight messages and people telling me to fucking accept trades. Um, Otherwise... Like, I, I like to think I've been... I like to think I've been pretty quick to do the approved trade buttons, but, you know, after midnight, sometimes I, you know, have a sleep. Um, so this trade, Disposable Heroes has traded out Adam Tomlinson and Brody Grundy, and from Aussie Merker, he's received Nat Fife and Rowan Marshall. Should we should we break this down? We get the, uh, the Statsman styles out of this, just maybe break this down in terms of, um, I thought. I what, thought what are we gaining? Yours. What do we? What do we? What do we think we're gaining on the on the Grundy for Marshall exchange? I'm I'm, I'm out maybe on this one. On we'll average, find out maybe in two years time. We'll, we'll we will. Out if you think on, on average, maybe twenty five tops. Yeah, you know, average of one hundred and fifteen to an average of ninety. That sounds maybe reasonable. Yep. Or even, even thirty, hundred and twenty to ninety. Marshall could be a top five ruckman for next. Five, five years plus. He could be, and he's not. Yep. He won't be affected by Ryder for too long because Ryder's getting old, and he's not as old as Westhoff, but he's getting old. Mm. Um, and then it was the other side of it, Tomlinson for five. five. Yeah, ouch. Yep. So again, you've got a bloke that averages maybe mid seventies, maybe. Yep, for a guy that can go one hundred five. Uh, one hundred five. So you, you, you'd almost. And null that out, wouldn't you, between the two? Yep. So then yeah. maybe you, you just look at the throw-ins, maybe. So so the sweetener, around one pick. Yeah. Yeah, the sweetener. the other what? way, though. So, so to recap, Merker is paid a round one pick yep. for no increase in scoring potential. No, I think – and I think, I think that's the difficulty. It's a pick for name. So you're getting like the name Brody Grundy is an absolute fucking gun, but it is it seems to be a bit of a pick for a name there. Um, that is, but I mean, down, it, that's pretty ordinary, Merker. Pretty fucking ordinary. I think trading out depth of that, like I would say, when you when you're trading two uh, A graders for a double A grader, yeah, that makes sense. But when you're trading like fives a top 10 mid and Marshall could potentially be, end up being a top five ruck and you're receiving a top, the best ruck. You're receiving the best, the, 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 the best player. The best player, let's be honest, yep. he's the best. 
Yep. The best fantasy player. He's the best fantasy player. Oh, you and then, but then you get, you're getting Tomlinson and giving away a pick. I think that's that's the hard part, is that and, you're and trading out depth and you, then losing that There's pick. no captains either, so you're not getting a, a guaranteed captain choice every week because that's irrelevant. Mm. Um, you're just shuffling the, the pieces around, really, aren't you? Yeah. I think Probably just you show can trade a pick Luka, for a name. Luka thinks he's in, he's in the window here, so you know if you're in the window... And you He's think definitely you in the spoon window for sure. Um, <laughs> I think it's it's interesting that you, you you know your team is just pure trash when you can trade the best fantasy player in the game in, <laughs> and it doesn't make your team any better. That's um, how trash your team yeah, is. Yeah, I, I mean Grundy is an absolute star. I do rate Grundy, but if I think, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Landry... this out there that. Um, disposable probably could have got more for Grundy though as well so, so. Yep. I'm going to sum that up and say you both lost that trade it was a lose-lose trade yeah you both lost it's tough I mean I, I, if I thought Grundy was on the market I would have gone hard so yeah then you offered yeah. crack got nothing back for him you tried uh, no no I mean look you could I have did, you could uh, have had Langdon and Phillips and Chase Jones all for Grundy yeah. I wasn't <laughs> you laughed but that was probably an offer <laughs> no, Riley O'Brien's included. Brian. Oh, you you could have let it up, but you got Fife, which is yeah. okay. It, yeah, it's Fife's okay. Good. But you know, I think there could have been more on offer. Um, I don't understand why you would have been so desperate to trade Grundy right now. Maybe you hold on to him. You oh, would have yeah. always, always had some value later in the season. Um, yeah, I think you know, a guy like Grundy, you put it on the open market, you make people bid. Like, I'd be opening that up and start a bidding war yeah, on a Grundy. absolutely. But, you know, you look you at the intelligence the of the two the blokes involved here, so not high. Best player in the league, right? You should get another A-plus back, like a McRae-type equivalent. I just haven't got that back, have you? No. No, no. He's he's taken unders. Um, somehow, Merck has paid overs. And yet the other side has taken unders. So um, I think, look, you both need to go outside and probably cross swords and, and up yourself. <laughs> uppercut yourself with your box. That's terrible. A downstairs slapper cut. <laughs> a, a down, look, a downstairs slapper cut for both. Yep. Well, guys, it has been. A fucking massive off-season. No, wait, sorry. Break between round one and round two. <laughs> so, I am... Can we just get some fucking football back and maybe, you know, maybe just keep a list for a bit? You know, let, let I mean, a yeah, settle in. How about no yeah, fucking trade, you motherfuckers? Days. Unless one of you idiots wants to knock on my door and, and offer me Grady Grundy, then the door is always open. <laughs> um, okay. No, I'm not trading Patrick Cripps before anyone asks, but if anyone wants to knock on my door that wants to make me an offer... Uh, please, I'm you might need to get if you can get Josh Kennedy back. You might be able to get something. Look at your team. Chris is the only one that's worth anything. Okay, mate. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheers, Lamb. Hi, right, boys. Thanks Thank a you, lot Jen. for the chat. Um, I look forward to us getting a few uppercuts ourselves. Can't wait for it. All right, cheers. Bye.